The Unvaccinated Are Looking Smarter Every Week, written by Thomas D. Seiler, M.D. There is a massive propaganda push against those choosing not to vaccinate against COVID-19 with the experimental mRNA vaccines. Mainstream media, the big tech corporations, and our government have combined efforts to reward compliance and to shame and marginalize non-compliance. Their mantra says that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Persons who choose not to vaccinate are characterized as unintelligent, selfish, paranoid people who don't read much and live in a trailer park in Florida or Alabama or Texas or name your state. Never has there been such an effort to cajole, manipulate through fear, and penalize people to take an experimental medical treatment. However, as time has passed with this pandemic, and more data accumulates about the virus and the vaccine, the unvaccinated are looking smarter and smarter with each passing week. It has been shown now that the vaccinated equally catch and spread the virus. Vaccine side effect data continues to accumulate that make the risk of taking the vaccine prohibitive, as the pandemic wanes, oral and IV medications from FLCCC.net that work early in the treatment of COVID-19, they're much more attractive to take now as the vaccine risks are becoming known, especially because the vaccinated will need endless boosters every six months. First, let us address the intelligence of the unvaccinated. Vaccine hesitancy is multifactorial, and it has little to do with the level of education or intelligence. Carnegie Mellon University did a study assessing vaccine hesitancy across educational levels. According to the study, what's the educational level with the most vaccine hesitancy? The PhD level. Those can't have all been awarded to liberal arts majors, clearly. Scientists who can read the data and assess risk are among the least likely to take the mRNA vaccines. The claim that there is a pandemic of the unvaccinated is therefore patently untrue. As a retired nurse from California recently asked, why do the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place? Close quote. If the vaccine works to prevent infection, then the vaccinated have nothing to worry about. If the vaccine does not prevent infection, then the vaccinated remain at some risk, and the unvaccinated would be less likely to choose a vaccine that doesn't work well. The mRNA vaccine efficacy is very narrow, and it focused on the original alpha strain of COVID-19. By targeting one antigen group of the spike protein, it does help for the original alpha strain, but it's clear now that it doesn't protect against this delta strain, and it's likely not protective against any future strains that might circulate. It also appears that the efficacy wanes in four to six months, leading to discussions about boosters. Several authors have pointed out that vaccinating with a, quote, leaky, quote, vaccine during a pandemic is driving the virus to escape by creating variants. If the booster is just another iteration of the same vaccine, it likely won't help against the new strain, but will instead produce evolutionary pressure on the virus to produce even more variants and then expose us to more side effects. 
Why? Why then is this booster strategy being pursued for everybody? This vast phase three clinical trial of mRNA vaccines in which Americans are participating mostly out of fear is not going well. It's abundantly clear for anybody advocating for public health that the vaccination program should be stopped. Iceland has just stopped giving the Moderna vaccine to anybody, which is a good step in the right direction. Sweden, Denmark, and Finland have banned the Moderna vaccine for anybody under the age of 30. The VAERS, our Vaccine Adverse Effect Reporting System, showed at the beginning of this week 16,000 deaths, 23,000 disabilities, and 10,000 MI-slash-myocarditis, 87,000 urgent care visits, 75,000 hospital stays, and 775,000 total adverse events. The VAE or a system, it's widely known to underreport events with an estimated 90 to 99% of events going unreported there. Eurdra Vigilance, the, the European reporting system, now associates 26,000 deaths in close proximity to the administration of the vaccine. Whistleblower data from the CMS system, medical charts, they showed close to 50,000 deaths in the Medicare group shortly after the vaccine. An AI-powered tracking program called Project Salus also follows the Medicare population and shows that vaccinated Medicare recipients are having worse outcomes week by week of the type consistent with antibody dependent enhancement. Now, this occurs when when the vaccine antibodies actually accelerate the infection, leading to worsening COVID-19 infection outcomes. Antibody-dependent enhancement has previously occurred with trials of other coronavirus vaccines in animals. The CDC and the FDA are suppressing this data, and nobody who receives the vaccine has true informed consent. The Rome Declaration has 6,700 medical signatories, attesting that the handling of the pandemic amounts to crimes against humanity for denying the best medical treatment and continuing to advocate for harmful vaccines. The evidence is right in front of Americans to end the propaganda and mass mask psychosis. The media narrative of perpetual fear is falling apart. Norway, Sweden, and Denmark, they've all ended all COVID restrictions, and they're doing much better than the USA the UK and Israel, three countries that continue to vaccinate into the pandemic. Mexico, Guatemala, Indonesia, almost all of Africa and parts of India have low vaccination rates, and they're doing much better than the USA, something attributed to their managing the pandemic by using ivermectin. Some 500,000 people attended the Sturgis motorcycle rally in August, and there was no super spread of COVID-19. Football season started in August, and stadiums around the country were packed with 80,000 fans yelling and screaming with no masks on. There have been no super spreader events, yet the students are forced to go back into class masking up. This makes no sense. If the vaccine is so important, why do our government leaders and illegal aliens not have to take it? Currently, 13 states that are Democratic with high vaccination rates have the highest, quote, case, quote, rates using a faulty PCR test. 
while Republican states are all doing better. How did this happen? It should be clear that the government has manipulated COVID to create perpetual fear, so we'll hand it our liberty. In this giant battle between our government and the unvaccinated, I hope enough that people will refuse to comply so that we can unite to stop this madness. I know this decision is very difficult for many people when it comes to losing their job to be vaccinated. Please, don't take any boosters, or you'll just be perpetuating the risk of side effects and new variants. If we allow the government to decide this medical decision for us, this is a short step for the government to say that it can decide all other medical decisions for you. For example, all persons over the age of 75 never to be resuscitated. People may only have three children, or two, or one, with mandatory sterilization for women, or refusing the government's demands will see you denied health care. Is this the totalitarian state that you want to live in? If you are proudly vaccinated now and on the government's side, what about the next government mandate? When you are on the other side, coerced into a decision that you do not want, how will you feel then? It's obvious that the government with the Fauci subset, the media, and big tech are trying to divide us and take away the freedoms we have practiced as Americans. I'm praying that all who call themselves Americans can can unite to end this medical tyranny and regain a free America before it is too late. Written by Thomas T. Siller, M.D.